Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulullah ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecma'in. One of uh, our great scholars in our vast and rich tradition as it relates to hadith specifically, Imam Abu Dawood, he collected half a million hadith. And the reason why the number was so high was because he also had the different chains of narration included. So he had this huge number and then Eventually, what, uh, what's, what was left, what he left in his collection was a few thousand. And out of those, he highlighted four specific hadith. So his, what he's teaching us is, after all of this time and experience and knowledge and wisdom and research and compilation, and I mean, this is literally one of the masterpieces in our deen, the collection, the sunan of Abi Dawood. And if he's the one saying, hang on to these four hadith, take these four hadith specifically, this will suffice you. You will be able to keep your head above water with these four hadith. The key though is for us to not only learn them, but to also try our best to practice them. And these different hadith are very vast and very comprehensive. And you notice from time to time, you notice them coming to mind and you'll find them circulating in your mind and you'll see more and more over time how relevant they are in different scenarios and different things that come up in your day-to-day -day life. You'll start to see them coming to life in front of you. But the, the key for that is for us to have the intention to put them into practice as best we can. What are these four hadith? The first one is one that we're all familiar with, that actions are judged by their intentions. And this may seem, at first glance, at face value, it may seem like a very simple concept. That, okay, of course, actions are judged by intentions, but then more and more throughout your life, you start to notice how often that concept comes to mind. You can have two different people doing the same exact thing, but the, it could be the same exact action externally, but for one of them, it can bring them significantly closer to Allah Azza wa Jal. And for the other one, it can drag them much further away. Take the example of charity. If one person, if they give charity sincerely, it'll bring them closer to Allah Azza wa Jal. But in the Quran, Allah criticizes those. If they give charity purely with the intention of showing off, then it's a big problem. It's the same action, but the difference is the intention. So out of these four hadith, this is the first one that actions are judged by their intentions. The second one, and this one we find it so much, especially if you look at social media and just all kinds of stuff that's out there. When a person leaves what doesn't concern them, from the beautification of a person's deen, the Islam of a person is to leave that which does not concern you. It's very short but it's very, very, very precisely relevant to the times that we live in now. Leave what doesn't concern you. Someone may start talking to you about someone else and so-and-so and this and that and, you know, ghiba and namima and backbiting and slander and this and that and leave what doesn't concern you. That's not my concern. I have better things to worry about. And the thing is, if someone preoccupies themselves with what does concern them, by default, automatically, they're not going to have the time or the space for what does not concern them. I, even if I wanted to, I just, I don't have room. 
I'm too busy trying to do good. I don't even have room for another passenger. Right? So this is the second hadith. The first one, intentions. The second one, leaving what does not concern you. The third one, loving for your brother or sister, of course. Loving for your brother what you love for yourself. Loving for your brother what you love for yourself, the golden rule. And the fourth one, it's, it's a longer hadith, but the gist of it is what's halal is clear. What's permissible is clear. What's haram, what's forbidden is clear. And between them, there are many, there are many gray areas. So the Prophet, he warned us, والسلام, you know, don't spend too much time there. Better safe than sorry, basically. And at the end of it, there's a piece of flesh in the human body. If it's sound, the whole body's sound. And if it's corrupt, the whole body is corrupt. Indeed, it's the heart. These are the four hadith from this, this like grandmaster of hadith sciences with this huge ocean of what he initially collected and then he whittled it down and then he's saying out of out of that just take these four you'll be okay make this your floor not your ceiling make this the minimum take these put them into practice you'll be okay and when a person puts them into practice and you pay more attention to your intentions you pay more attention to what does and does not concern you pay more attention to whether or not you truly want in practice for other people what you want for yourself and then the last one, how is my heart doing? Like, how is it really doing? I can think to myself, of course it's good. Anyone can do that. But if I were to meet Allah today, إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Does my heart parallel the ayah? Or instead of parallel, is it perpendicular? Is it the exact opposite of what Allah describes? It's not about the names, it's about the reality of a person. We ask Allah to help us to take these ideas and put them into practice as best we can. We ask Allah to forgive our mistakes. We ask Allah to help us to have good intentions and to couple them with good actions. We ask Allah to help us to leave what does not concern us and to help us to focus on what does concern us. And we ask Allah to help us to love for each other what we love for ourselves. And we ask Allah for good, pure, clean, sound hearts. And we ask Allah to protect us from taking advantage of too many loopholes that are out there. We ask Allah for sincerity. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.